Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Dennis Kudla. And yes, for the young. I'm Henry Laksa. I am Francisco Serundolo. And you are listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. It's GTL Award time. That is right. We've had a very, very crazy year it started off crazy it ended crazy and we've got so many highlights to go through we've got our moments of the year we've got the players moments of the year we've got the commentators moments of the year but jg uh great to see you in the christmas spirit there wearing a little santa hat that's a nice surprise for me <laughs> yeah, two days to go until Santa comes down the chimney. Me and Ben Ooh. have left it late this year, but it is the GTL official awards of 2022. It's taken us a long time. We've not gone with the buttons this year. Instead, it's a JG PowerPoint special episode. It's taken me years to do. I've probably missed <laughs> so much. There's probably so many mistakes on there, but that is the GTL spirit just like the Christmas spirit. It comes every year at the end of the year, and we always mess up the GTL Awards somehow. So I'm really looking forward to how we're going to mess it up this year. Yeah, I think last year there was a few winners that were missing, <laughs> things like that. But we always, uh, well, we try to laugh in the face of adversity and uh, try and bring you a, a fun show. But before we get going... Uh, should we look at some of the good moments that we've had throughout 2022? Uh, we've put something together for you just to get a little bit of nostalgia in there. Isn't that right, yeah. JJ? And right. this is the long version. And I must admit, some of it is taking the mick out of me. So you can tell Ben was in charge of the edit. But roll the clip. Here it comes. There should be no special rules for Novak Djokovic at all. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are for something 
groundbreaking. Some might call it trial of the century. Some might call it trial of all time. We did not expect to be covering the first Djokovic watch-along of the year, and he's not playing up an opponent. He's playing him against the state. Shout out to everyone joining us. Of course, we've never had so many people in the live chat. I feel like this is the perfect opportunity to bring all 23,000 of you up to date with what's happened so far. I did not think by the third that Ben would be rooting for Rafa and JG would be wishing it's all over. Yeah, a bit weird. I mean, that's what the pain to end. I don't even care if he's crawling on his knees and hitting the ball over the net by the fifth. If he gets there, it'll be incredible. I'm just calling it as it is. I'm trying to be objective watching the match and he's lost the match. What do you want me to do? He hasn't lost it. He's still in it. Why do you keep saying he's lost it? You think, okay, put a bet on then. What odds would you get on Rafa? Two sets down. Eights. Stick a bet on. Seeing as he's not out. I'm just disappointed you're not uh, supporting your man. No, you're being delusional, Ben. Just grow not up. Supporting your so man. Not, not, not supporting your man. Come on, you guys. What are you doing? I feel like I'm rallying for all of the Rafa fans out there now. Crazy. Yeah, because you just need to grow up, mate. Like, be realistic. I've watched tennis many times. I've seen comebacks many times. Okay. You see Medford ever lose from this position? Don't think so. But anything can happen. It's so good! He's done it! <laughs> Rafael Nadal has won his 21st Grand Slam. He's beaten Daniel Medvedev. 7-5 in the fifth set. It's just been an absolute epic occasion. I can't believe he's done it. Rafael Nadal. What? Second time Australian Open champion. Vamos! He's has won! He is in the final! KJ's hit! He has done it! Vamos! Carlos Alcaraz beats Novak Djokovic in the Madrid semi-finals! I've never quite seen anything quite like this! And she doesn't need him! She doesn't need him! She falls to the floor! Iga Swiatek has won another Grand Slam! Amazing! Look at the emotion all over her face! They embrace at the net! (laughs) Wow! Oh, Marinciewicz hits the forehand down the line! Oh my gosh! And we have match point, ladies and gentlemen. John Games Love Podcast. When you say you were confused about your tactics, what do you mean? It's into the net and He's Djokovic. done it! He's done it! Novak Djokovic has won Wimbledon. Not lost here since 2017. Oh! <laughs> An ace! It's just ace number five of the match. Carlos Alcaraz. Has come doing five. My partner has literally just woken up for work. <laughs> I've not been to bed yet. Yes, he's done it, Carlos Alcaraz. And look at him on the floor crying. So he's good. He's sobbing. He's thrown the racket. Aww. What a day for Carlos Alcaraz. He wins the match in four sets. Vamos, Carlitos. Backhands in down the line, cross court from Iga. He's gone long! long. long. Iga wins a third Grand Slam. Djokovic get a good serve in. Hour 32 on the clock. Djokovic gets sick! Novak! Wow. Nice to see that. (laughs) 
so many good times on GTL in 2022. The clip could have been easily an hour long. Uh, that is just some of them which stood out to us. But I'm sure there's some others. So let us know in the live chat any which we missed. Yeah, I thought it was uh, real nice to see you you were letting uh, your lungs go uh, a few of those match points, which was quite interesting. Good to see. Well, it's good to see new faces Megan. on there. Usually it's just me and you, but now this year was the year we actually got some commentators on, some extra yep. faces, and they've all been brilliant. And we do have a category dedicated just to our commentators. So stay tuned for that part of the award ceremony. But without further ado, let's get started with this year's GTL award ceremony. Oh, ho, ho. here we go. Get the music go. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> the GTL awards. Exciting stuff. JG's PowerPoints are really moving up in the world, it seems. This one, a uh, nice trophy there. Hopefully, uh, we send in some out to some people. Uh, for... <laughs> well, we <laughs> will awards. be. So towards the end of the video, how are we going to do the awards? We're going to do all of the player awards. As it goes on, we'll be doing some more GTL-focused awards. And then we'll be having a section just for you guys, the fans, all the members, all the patrons, everyone who supported us, every viewer, every like. It means so much to us. And we just want to give a little bit back to you guys and we will be giving out some prizes to people who have been with us every step of the way in 2022. Uh, but let's get going. And the first slide is, let's go. It's me and Ben all dressed up. We don't dress up very much, um, apart from my Christmas hat today. But it's not so smart as what I was looking there with my blazer. Very nice. And are you ready, Ben, for the first category? Yes, as ready as I'll ever be. I'm excited. Where are we going first, JG? All right, well, cue the music because this is where we're going first. So the first category is ATP Newcomer of the Year. Ooh. And the four nominees for this is Jack Draper of the UK. We have Holger Rune, Tseng, uh, and Yeri Lehetska. Yeah, I mean... Uh, a great year. I mean, not the best end to the year for Seng, I'd say. I think he lost about seven on the bounce, but did have a good sort of newcomer style year, announced himself on the scene. But for me, I feel like it's a more of a battle between two people on the screen there. And I'm a bit biased towards the Brit and Holger Luna. I mean, say no more. He finished the year so strong. It's hard to look past him, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think you could make a case out of these four for either of the top two. I know everyone's going to be saying Holgerun should definitely win, but Jack Draper, from where he was, I think he was well outside the top 200. Yeah. His distance, he's closed. I don't think anyone's uh, climbed so high up the rankings. So that is amazing. He's now 20th or 22nd in the world or something like that, which is remarkable. But of course, there can only be one winner. Drum roll, please, because the winner of the ATP Newcomer of the Year Award is... Hey, it's Holgeru Rune, I should say. Holgeruna, yeah, very, very justified winner of that one. Um, I think that he just 
ended the year so impressively. Obviously, he won uh, another tournament earlier in the year as well. So just a good all-round performance this year. And we know what's going to happen next year. Well, I think we know what's going to happen. The same thing that happened to Alcalaz this year, I think could be happening with Holger Luna next year. So he's just one year behind, it seems, with the uh, trajectory. But yeah, exciting times ahead. Yeah, I mean, as much as Draper was in contention, the way the year ended, Holger Luna winning Paris, beating Novak Djokovic in that final, after that adversity, incredible, deserves to win. And we've got Rowdy every lap in, calling him the Danish destroyer, or the other name, the baby-faced assassin. He certainly was great, and I think he's going to do very well next year as well. Uh, But let's move on to the next category, which is, of course... The WTA Newcomer of the Year. So here are the four nominees for this one. We have King Wing Zeng. We have Yul Niemeyer. We have Linda Fruvitova. And we've got Maya Sharif of Egypt. So that is the four nominees. Hmm, what do you think, interesting. Yeah, I like I like these selections that you have uh, picked out. And I think we've probably got a couple each in here. Um, and we're both very keen on, uh, I'd say, Fruvatova and uh, Zeng are the ones which we sort of would have had our eyes on. And Sharif, I think she was already on the radar. And Nimai was the one that really surprised me this year. I think I didn't expect her to be in this category, but she had a great, well, fantastic year. Wimbledon was fantastic. Uh, and she was also good at the US Open as well. So she did well at the slams. Zeng, she's just going from strength to strength. Didn't she, she was she outside the top 100 or was she yeah, close so to the that, one? That is the criteria to be a newcomer of the year. So you okay. have to be a player, a young player outside the top 100 and then enter the top 100. Okay. So that is how Perfect. these four got in. Uh, all of them inside the top 100 now. Maya Sharif, of course, from Egypt. I think she does deserve a mention because she's been on the tour for some time, but she's really broke through this year and put some really good results together. I think she's dangerous on a lot of the surfaces and I'd like to see her win something next year. She could be a bit of a surprise package, maybe like a uh, Beatrice mm. Hadid Maya, what Ooh. we saw this year. I think Sharif could do some special things, but that's just an early little teaser for you guys on my opinion. <laughs> In terms of the winner for this one, let's get straight to it. The winner of the WTA Newcomer of the Year is King Wing Zeng. Yes, <laughs> come on. Are you happy with this one? Yeah, definitely. I think it's be. Yeah, I mean, we're both uh, big fans of her. I think the only way is up. We saw our predictions for next year where we have her finishing in inside the top 10, both of us. So, I think it's only a matter of time. She's sort of a superstar waiting uh, to finally win something big. That's it. And next year could be the year, I think. Yeah, definitely. And she did very well against Eager as well, which is, of course, a good parameter <laughs> of how well, you, how good you are as a player if you can do well against Eager. Most definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. So moving uh, on, well, next category is... Rowdy saying e- no Raducanu. <laughs> no, not this year. <laughs> not, not this year, no. Right. So this is a category I like a lot. It's the ATP match of the year. We've seen some very special matches. And I think we could have had a lot more than five. But these are the five we went with. It is, of course, Rafael Nadal Medvedev. Australian Open final start of the year. 
Nick Kyrgios, Stefano Sissipas with all of the drama at Wimbledon. Yannick Sinner versus Carlos Alcaraz at the US Open. Went through the night. Poor Megan. She was definitely tired after that one. And we have Rafael Nadal, Alex Verev. This was a great match in the quarterfinals of uh, Roland Garros, where Zverev picked up a very nasty injury. And of course, the last one, probably remember it quite well, it's Djokovic versus Rune in Paris, where Rune wins his first Masters title, defeating Novak Djokovic in the final. Yes, indeed. Well, what a great selection of matches. There were so many more that we could have included in this. Um, even maybe Carlos Alcaraz's route to winning the US Open. He was just missed yep. the five-setter, wasn't it? <laughs> but I think that... Alcaraz versus Djokovic at Madrid should have yeah. made the top five, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, it could have made it, but it... they're all good ones. I mean, there's, like I said, there could have been loads. Probably in terms of quality, that was better than the Kyrgios-Steph one. But yeah. that Kyrgios-Steph one was just a match. It's got to be one which was remembered. It was a very historic match. It meant a lot. There was so much drama. We was there as well. It just yep. was special for Game to Love. So I feel like that's why we included them. Yeah, the I'm sure people are probably surprised that we've included Nadal, Zverev. It wasn't a completed match. But for me, it was one of the most intriguing matches of the year to see Rafa really put like, under the cosh at, at Roland Garros. I don't think I've seen that since Djokovic did it to him. That's the only player that I've seen do it to Rafa. And it looked like we might be seeing one of the best matches at Roland Garros in many years. But unfortunately, that injury and maybe he'll be back this year. Maybe we'll get to see a repeat of that match. Who knows? But that one, I feel that it was worthy. Obviously, the Rafa Medvedev one, we've spoken about it numerous times already. Um, probably one of the greatest sporting achievements I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Um, it's hard to pick on this one as well when you've got three set matches up against five set matches as well. I think it's good to have a three-setter in there. But, yeah, for me, it's always going to be a five-set match that steals my heart on these ones. <laughs> what about you? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think that leads on nicely to the result. And that Cheers. is the winner of this year's ATP match of the year. Of Daniel course. Medvedev, Rafael Nadal. Rafa won the Australian Open after coming back from two sets down. It was a mammoth of a match over five hours. Me and Ben covered it. And it was emotional, dramatic. There's a lot of disbelief. And distrust in Rafa, but he come through and did what he does best and win. Yeah, most definitely. I thought it was just one of those matches, the disbelief on most people's faces at the end of that match, five hours, 24 minutes. You only you only get this drama in tennis, I feel. that This type of thing doesn't happen in any other sport. And... It was just a roller coaster. I felt like we were riding a roller coaster from the trial all the way to that final. And then we would sleep deprived for about a month. And then we ended it with, well, I think I was up for two hours beforehand. So I was. it was about eight hours I felt like I was just sat there for. <laughs> and then I'd, I feel, felt delirious by the end and I, like I was in a dreamland. And the Dow winning it for me. Couldn't be happier for, for the way it turned out. What an incredible final. 
just emotional, really, seeing him do that. I never thought he could win the Australian Open, um, another one anyway, and just him doing it in the fashion he did against, I think, the best hardcore player in the world right now, up with Novak Djokovic. Just amazing. Uh, he had to beat some of the very best to do it, and that's exactly what he did. And I hope we can see something half as good next year. Most definitely. Right. Well, we got Kathy in there just joining us hey. as well, saying, Hey, oh, I'm late. Well, you've not missed too much yet. And if if you want to rewind, you can do that later, but stay with us on the live. We've got uh, Icana in as well, saying, Merry Christmas, guys. Solid year for GTL. So proud of the growth of the channel. Uh, has gained. Can't wait to follow the future of the channel. So cheers. That's is that Dylan. Dylan. Oh, it's yeah. Dylan. Yeah. How you doing, Dylan? <laughs> <laughs> cheers for that, buddy. Right. So on to the next category. This one is WTA Match of the Year. And we have Kaya Yuvan versus Angelique Kerber in Strasbourg. We have Kvitova Ostapenko in Dubai. We have Igor Samsonova in Stuttgart. We have the Australian Open, and this is Asaka versus Halep. And Nisimova. Nisimova, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> we have Contami <laughs> versus Serena Williams at the US Open. We do indeed, yeah, yeah. So that picture was a little bit small. It but, could have uh, been Halep, but it's not. It's Nisimova, no. I can see now. Yeah, yeah. That was the third round. It was a pretty epic match. That was a good way to kick off the year as well. I remember I called it in my bracket. It's probably yep. why I've been swayed into putting it into the category as well. Um, that was a fantastic one. And Nisimova only defeated by Barty in the end. But I know we're, everybody's probably talking about the Serena match and that one being the one that really stood out for them just because of the emotion, the drama. For me, this might, might shock a few people. Uh, Kvitova Ostapenko, um, this quarterfinal in Dubai. The Ostapenko went on to win that entire tournament. That was when she defeated Iga in the match before in three sets in a final set tiebreak. She defeated Kvitova in even more impressive in the final set tiebreak 11 9. And it was 7 5, 5 7, uh, 7 6. And the level from both women that day, yeah, I remember they that. were smacking winners, winners after winners. And Ostapenko even finished with just a complete, absolute unreturnable down the line. I remember it. And it the level that Ostapenko can play on her day, it is like she could be world number one if she played like that all the time. Um, but same with Kvitova. We haven't seen her play like that for a while as well. So it's great to see two really powerful women hitting each other off the court. The, the first one, Yuvan Kerber, was the longest match of the year. So I feel that that one had to be, uh, I believe it was the longest one of the year anyway. It was 7-6-6-7-7-6 the final in Strasbourg. And uh, I think it was close to four hours or something ridiculous like that. But it has to be included in there. I mean, for a final, Yuvan uh, doesn't get to many finals for starters. And she played well, but unfortunately came up a little bit short on the day. Eager. Uh, you remember I think this I want to one? talk about that one because yeah. I thought this was a special moment. Um, well, listen, Samsonova could have won that match. And she's a little bit like Ostapenko in the fact that when she's playing that well, she has the ability to be like a world number one, to win Grand Slams, to be very scary. 
there's only a few, few players who have this ability on the tour. When everything clicks with them, they look amazingly dangerous. You can even say Raducanu to a, to a level because at the US Open, everything clicked for her and she looked great. She looked unbeatable, unplayable. Samsonova, when she's playing well, she was very unlucky to lose against Ego. Went all the way to three sets. It was a tight match and a great match. Of course, the US Open, I know you spoke about that with Serena. That was more the occasion rather than the quality of match. Um, yeah, some really good ones. I think Kvita Rostopenko has got to be up there for maybe my leader, but I would have that and, and the eager one. But we do have John in. How are we doing? He's late, hey. as usual, talking <laughs> tennis. And he's put some matches he likes, and that was Garcia Casadkina. That was the tour finals. Uh, Iga Sabalenka at the US Open. Iga Kachikova in Ostrava. That was yep. also a good match. Um, but I'm happy with the ones we've gone with, if I'm honest. Yeah, I thought we'd try and mix it up a little bit and have some uh, different ones in there for different reasons as well. Uh, I know that everybody probably was looking towards uh, Igor Klaichikova as well. But yeah, let's, uh, without further ado, announce our winner of this one. So the winner of the WTA Match of the Year is... Kvitova Ostapenko in the quarterfinal of Dubai. As Ben said, it was an epic match. Went all the way to a tie break. Are you happy with the winner, Ben? Most definitely. Um, I thought Ostapenko, that whole tournament was amazing. And she just sort of met her match a little bit in this one. She had to come back as well. She was down. I think it was a set and a break. So to come back from that and then win it in a dramatic last set tie break at 11-9 definitely worthy of uh, match of the year for me so the next category is the ATP most improved player of the year so these are the nominees so we've gone with Francis TFO we know what he was able to do incredible at US Open and also Labour Cup as well next up Carlitos Carlos mm. Alcaraz US Open champion Next up, the Brit, Jack Draper, who rose from way below 200 in the world into the top 100, and he's looking great. And of course, the wonder kid in Paris at the end of the year, Holger Rune. That is right. Very good players. Four young players, let me add, because TFO's not exactly old. He's still a young player, Uh, maybe not as young as the other three, but the future's bright, certainly with them, them next three. I mean... You can make a case for all of them, but there's got to be one standout, and he's the one holding the trophy for me. Yeah, I mean, we've spoken about Hogaruna already. Uh, we've already touched on Jack Draper. I feel that the future is going to be bright for him as well. I like the fact that all of these bring something different, like these four players on the screen as well. Like they don't all bring the exact same thing. Like you, with. Carlitos, we know that he's got amazing shot variety. He's got the passion. He's got the heart of a lion. We've got Jack Draper. He's just got the stature. I mean, he's he's massive. He's about six foot five. He's got big serve. He's got powerful ground shots. Great on the grass. Good uh, on hard courts as well. Indoor hard, especially. Uh, beat Sissipas, didn't he, earlier on this year. Uh, Holger Luna, we know he's great on all surfaces. Francis Tiafo, some we haven't spoken about enough. What an incredible year. Obviously, his highlight will probably be beating Rafael Nadal and then coming so close against uh, Alcalaz as well. So he had an incredible year. I thought TFO, well, if there's any other year, he might have probably 
nip nick this one. Yeah, agreed. I think he's a bit unlucky that so many other good uh, players improve so much. And we do have someone a bit disgruntled in the chat. It's Nick Kyrgios. Thanks for joining, <laughs> Nick. And he's saying, bro, what, do you, what about me? Do I get an award? Was he a bit unlucky not to be on there? Definitely unlucky. He improved a lot. He definitely did improve a lot. He improved a, a hell of a lot. Uh, maybe there's some other categories, is there, that uh, he might be included in? I'm not sure. I have to wait, have and, to see. wait and see. Yeah. Anyway, let's announce the winner of this one and the ATP Most <laughs> Improved Player of the Year. Get a late drum roll there, but it is here. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Carlos Arcaraz. Carlitos. Come on. Never in doubt. Let's be honest. Never in doubt. He was always going to win it. He was the most improved player. You could even say player of the year. You could give him a lot of awards. If there was a young player who'd win that as well, he is the real DL. Most definitely. I mean, I can't sing his praises enough. Um, where do we go from uh, Carlitos? Obviously won his first Grand Slam, was winning Masters events, 500 events. Uh, bear in mind last year, he only won his first ATP title. So to come in this year and completely destroyed the tour by going to number one by the end of the year and winning a Grand Slam. This is definitely worthy winner. Next up, you probably guessed it. Of course, it is now the WTA Most Improved Player of the Year. And the nominees are... <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. I've just forgotten. <laughs> so, number one. My mind's gone completely blank. Okay, sorry, I've got it. It was in my head. No, I don't got it. I've not got it. So it is number one is Samsonova. Number three is Aya Tomjanovic. Number two is I didn't even do this category, so I don't even I've only been able to tell you. My mind's gone completely blank. Does anyone know who number two is? <laughs> I'm gonna keep the music going. I'm gonna have to get it. Ben. This is a classic. We, well, we said at the beginning of the show. Of course, was... I know who it is. It's Hadid Meyer. There you go. So we've got Samsonova, Hadid Meyer, Aya Tomjanovic, and Caroline Garcia. Stop music. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. No, listen. No, no disrespect to Hadid Meyer. I did not recognise her in that photo. But I did add it literally about twenty, about an hour ago. So I should have known. And Hadid Meyer is someone I really wanted to put in the most improved player because I think she's been awesome this year. And she was a little bit unlucky in some of the bigger events because I thought she was class. She can play on different surfaces. Samsonova, we spoke about how good she was against Iga. Tomjanovic played some good matches, especially against some of the better players in the big moments against Serena, the US Open, and Caroline Garcia. I mean... Does she even need an introduction? Winning the tour finals at the end was just the cherry on, on, on the top of the cake. Yeah. And well, I thought that Caroline Garcia, that run after she did so well at the, the French Open in the doubles, and we kept on saying it, that seemed to be the catalyst for the rest of her year. And she was the only person who even looked anywhere similar to the way that Eager plays. And if you're comparing her to Eager, you know that she's doing something right. The way that she steps in on people's second serves and just wallops it away. 
only Eager's doing that really. So I, I thought that she's a very worthy uh, person here in Most Improved. Obviously, she used to be at the highs of about number four in the world, but we're talking like years ago. So to come back to the top, it's it's difficult to get there once. It's even harder to get there when you're getting a bit older. So she's obviously changed something um, in a maybe coaching staff or maybe just the way that she uh, diet or nutrition everything everything's going right for her at the moment and she won the world tour finals so well done to her yeah shout out to abs for the super chat really appreciate that saying i vote that ben puts on a shirt he loves that color he wears it far too much uh the skin color i've only got this one t-shirt what is it like salmon it's like a reddish like it's not even your skin color i don't even know why i say that it's your you're lighter than the top yeah i mean much lighter I mean, I've got a lot of lights on me right now. A lot of white lights. Maybe I'll turn a few off. This would be better. No, better with it on. Right, anyway. Appreciate that, though. Amy S. Winner of the WTA Most Improved Player of the Year. Is it going to be Hadid Meyer? Is it going to be Tomjanovic? Could well be. No, the winner is Tour Finals Champion, Caroline Garcia. Come on. <laughs> had Could to have be. won the US Open as well. She was looking really good at the back end of the year. No, I had a bet on her to win the US Open as well. I was a bit disappointed when she... Uh, well, she just doesn't play very well against Jabir. <laughs> That's the long and short of it. She's played her three times and lost three times. Um, she'll be hoping for better uh, in 2023. Hopefully trying to avoid Ons Jabir maybe. But we never know how Ons Jabir is going to do next year either. So anyway, on to the next category. And this is a different one. It is a new category for 2022. Of course, we've had some prettier faces on Game to Love this year, not just me and Ben. And we would like to announce the nominees for GTL Commentator of the Year. First up, we have David. Next up, we have Megan. Easier with the names on the screen. Well, I know who these are, Ben. So, I know. Number three, we have Liquid Liam. And four, Haman from South Africa. Looks a bit aggressive, Liam, in that one. I know. And that Haman photo was the only one he looked at the screen because he had the match on the other screen. So wow. he never looked at the camera <laughs> on that screen. So I had to find one where he quickly glanced. It but yeah, like just he's... I want to give a just quick shout out to all of these four. And of course, all of the other ones. The reason we only picked four is because we can't have all of them on the vote because it only allows four on the poll. Of course, shout out to all of the new ones we've had. I'm not going to name them all because I'm going to forget one and then someone's going to be upset. But they're all brilliant. <laughs> You're all in the group chat. We love you a lot. We're going to have even more next year. Uh, and we only picked the very best. And you've all added something extremely special, another dynamic to GTL. And we're very grateful for all of the effort and hard work you've put in to making the channel as big and as great as possible. So thank you guys. And of course, thank you to these four here because all four of them could have won because I think they're all add something a little bit different. They've all got different styles and yeah, I'm very grateful to all of them, but they can only be one GTL commentator of the year. Drum roll, please, because the winner of the 2022 GTL commentator of the year is Megan! Woo! Well done, Megan. You've been awesome. Fantastic. I mean, 
you're very popular. Yep. Very, very popular in our community. There's a lot of our members who love watching all of your streams. I think the hard work you put into specifically the Alcaraz Cinema match was special. Working yep. through the night and giving such good energy and commentary, play by play. I love your pronunciations of all the players as well. And yep. I think you are a complete asset to game to love. So congratulations, Megan. And of course, thank you everyone else as well, because you're all very good. Yeah. Um, Megan, one of the people we get asked about a lot, uh, just in any stream that we may cover, people were asking, when is Megan's next stream? So that's credit to you, Megan. You're doing a great job. And we are happy to have you on the channel, GTL. And uh, yeah, well, 2023, I just can't wait. I think that Megan, when she started off, I remember her first ever stream. I feel like I just ruined it for her. I know it was the, the final in Rome and she should have just done it on her own. I thought maybe I'll just be in there just to sort of like help out or just to like, I don't know, ease, ease She was more nervous at the start and then definitely grew in confidence as it oh, went on. Yeah, no, brilliant. Like after about like a couple of weeks of streams, she started to just come out of her shell and everybody started noticing it. Gary especially has been singing your praises uh, more than most. So well done, Megan. Fantastic job all year round but yeah like you said i echo about all of the commentators who have contributed in 2022 we couldn't have done it without you you are an asset to gtl so thanks yeah, everybody we've got uh joseph piaka in so megan's the only one who says my name right yeah. <laughs> we're probably still saying it wrong yeah you've just done it <laughs> right another um, wrong one there we right. go so next up next category this is the GTL ATP button of the year. Hmm. So as you know, we have a lot of buttons on the channel. We've shortlisted these five on the men's. It is Del Potro, it is Novak Djokovic, Holgerun, Kasper Ruud, and Dominic Team. But there can only be one winner. We've got a lot of buttons. So let's play all five of them right now. And you guys, we want to hear what you have to say in the live chat right now and we're going to start off with my favorite one juan martin del potro the big forehand from the tower of Tandil. the big man the big man juan martin del potro Wow. <laughs> Let's lift the mood. Next up, the DJ. Holger Rune. Holger Rune. 
Someone he wants to punch, Casparu. <laughs> got Kathy there saying Kyrgios. I don't think Kyrgios is on there, unfortunately. Uh, Rafa was another good one. Yeah, uh, a few didn't make the cut, unfortunately. Uh, it was a very tall order. The buttons really did take a... I would have put Kyrgios on instead of Holgorune, to be fair. I agree with you, Kathy. Gene would but... attack you for that, mate. I'm telling you now, if Gene was in the live chat right now, he would come for you. Quickly, we've got one more. It is Dominic team. I think this is a great bar. And it's a shame Dominic team's not performing on the call. <laughs> but you never know. Next year, he could be back to his very best. There can only be one winner. I'll be honest. Mine would have been the big man of Tandil, the Tower of Tandil, Juan Martin Del Potro. It wasn't that. The community voted. They wanted one man. It was, of course, Novak Djokovic. It was a complete landslide in all of the polls. Everyone wanted Djokovic to win for the yep. button. It wasn't my top button. I think it is a good one, but it's not my number one. What do you think? Was it your number one? Well, I could only really listen to a lot of the Rafa fans that were in our live chat throughout the year who were all saying, oh, as much as I don't want to admit it, I love the Djokovic button. What have you done making me like the Djokovic button? And if Rafa fans are saying that, then... I'd, I have to listen to him because not many of them would normally go along with it. But I, I like it because it was something different. The production on it was pretty high level. It caused all the Rafa fans to say, we demand a new button for Rafa, which he did get. And it was better, but he did win it last year as well. I don't think the button improved enough to take him in to the uh, the nominees this year. That's all. Fair enough. Let's move on to the next one. And we could probably guess what it is because it is now the WTA button of the year on GTL. And we have some nominees. We have Ashley Barty. Of course, Ons Jabur, who finished second last year to Leila Fernandez. We've got the new one, Iga Sarantek. We've got Madison Keys and Naomi Osaka. Going to be one winner, though. We've got five names there. I actually really like the Madison Keys one. Same. I mean, it's a very underrated one. Some that not many people really even know about. Uh, well, until we're covering Madison Keys on the channel and then everybody's going crazy for it. So let's flick through. Obviously, the, we're starting off both of these categories with a player that's retired as well this year.
but gold it's so good i love it so much got such a great tune to it (laughs) and this is one we've heard an awful lot this year A lot of people disappointed Leila Fernandez didn't make it. I don't think we even covered her this year. Barely. If it was, it was once, so it's difficult. Yeah. I don't think we did. I don't remember I don't covering Leila Fernandez much at no. all. And on that basis, it's difficult for us to do. Yeah. Uh, put her in there if we've not played the button. So she exactly. couldn't actually have been there. Sabalenka, I think she's a good button that could have potentially made it. Saba, Saba, Saba. <laughs> um, and of course, everyone's still a little bit disappointed. Sinner didn't make the ATP one. Yeah, I know, but There's so many to choose from. We can't do them all. Uh, but this is one I think is very underrated, a bit like the Dominic team one. Madison Keys, Madison Keys, she living in your head rent free. Got the best game that might as well see. Telling me, living in your head rent free. Free, free, Madison Keys, Madison Keys, living in your head rent We've got David in. Shout out to you, David. Well done as well, because you was the second uh, best commentator on some of the voting, and you did extremely well this year. Um, He's saying, eager button, very much clear of Jabur. And that is one of the button pressers saying that. (laughs) Wow, he is a button presser. Well, all of these people that you're seeing had a good year i think well asaka started the year pretty well but then sort of disappeared towards the end of the year but it was a new button for asaka and it was one that was quite popular as well so that's why it's she's the reason that you pay the fee now she's the one that you can come see asaka Asaka, everyone to the court is a seer game, and everybody now gonna cheer her name. Asaka, Asaka. Oh, there you go, Naomi Asaka. 
that one was a popular one definitely with a lot of the people obviously she she was doing really well i think up until she got destroyed by eager in that final and uh, i think she got bageled in the final which was quite embarrassing to be honest but you know all those people across the wta i think barty she obviously won australian open we got to play it quite a lot during the it was a new for the australian open and then we got to play it throughout the whole thing and it eventually was the winning song of the australian open we had obviously uh the next one, Madison Keys, I think, just had a great year. I think she was very dangerous in certain events. She's always a bit up and down, but Eager's one, we heard it so much. It was an improvement for, from her old button. It wasn't a, a completely new one, but it wasn't an upgrade. People mm. asked for an upgrade. They got what they wanted. Uh, and Jabur, we got to hear her, well, hear her button more than we normally do, and I was so happy to hear it. The only thing that it was missing was the Grand Slam win, which I said I would make the full song if she won the Grand Slam. And she got to two finals, but unfortunately, she couldn't win it. And it just made me so, so sad that I, I was. I even started making the, the Jabir song. I was halfway through the Jabir song and ended up not even completing it. I just It's just sat there until she wins one now. So... Hopefully, I'll get to do it one day, JG. Yeah, would be nice. And uh, but let's announce it. Just one problem, Ben. I'm having a few computer problems. Okay. I've just literally lost <laughs> the whole PowerPoint, and I just don't know where it is. So no worries. I downloaded it. Game so. to love. I, I don't worry. I, I'm. Oh no! I'm can in. we can we change move? It? Oh, we can't move it forward on here, can we anymore? What do you mean? Oh, I no. mean, it must be here because I'm what sharing it. <laughs> what what is it gone off the screen or something yeah it's, a, it's just really messy i've ruined the whole thing but anyway let's announce it because i've got it now and the winner of the gtl wta button of the year is been, i mean super dominant this year yeah like incredibly good and for her to win the button as well that is just very fitting i'm glad you made her an incredible button because she deserved to have such a good button because i want to make it better in all them slams so good <laughs> and she wins the button as well what else what can't she win ben eager well, exactly. There's more categories coming up, obviously. Eager with already some silverware to her name on the GTL Awards. Getting herself button of the year there. And she can stand alongside Novak Djokovic on the other side with button of the year from the men. So well done to her. Uh, I think it's a very worthy winner. Sad. If Jabir could have just won a slam, she would have got it, I think. But she couldn't get it, could she? Sad to yeah, say. Jabir unlucky. I think Jabir close second again. Second yeah. twice in a row. Is she going to win next year's button of the year? Uh, but let's well, move on to the next category. And the next category is the GTL song of the year. And I'm going to let Ben introduce this one because they're all his songs. That is right. Well, these ones, well, I thought we were going to have maybe a year. Every time I'm making some songs, I think, God, 
Oh, last year's songs were pretty good. I don't know how I'm going to surpass last year's one. We had Settling in the Goat debate last year. One, uh, our songs. We had the Karatsev song, obviously, as well. Very popular. This year, we've got Rafa Nadal's 21st Grand Slam kicked off the year with 21. And then we had, well, Deported. Novak Djokovic. That was before that one, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, Defaulted, Dominated, Deported, Triple D. That all kicked us off. Uh, I rattled it together quickly, despite all of the hate that was being directed at me whilst putting it out there. We had Eager winning the French Open for a second time, so that one came out. And then, if you haven't heard of it yet, there's 12 Days of Tennis Christmas. <laughs> Go check it out if you haven't yet. It's uh, it's on. It's posted on the main page. So uh, why not play it on Christmas Day for your family? If you like uh, Andy Murray looking like a robot, why not? I thought Ben was going to just lame the names, but he started speaking about them all anyway. So maybe we'll go straight into the winner of the GTL song of oh, no. the year. We've got a, we've, well, we don't have a winner. We've got all of them. We've got a little highlight reel, mate. So let's see and have a listen ah. to all of the songs. Here's the nominees. one doesn't really go with the theme but it does for me because i've got the christmas hat on on. but i mean listen there's some great songs but there's only one standout ben i'm sorry i don't want to be biased i'm gonna be crying again the rapper 21 was so emotional it is such a good song it's an anthem did it win the gto song of the year 
Yes, it did. 21 is the term. Rafael Nadal, he won the Australian Open and he won the Song of the Year with 21. Yeah, well, a good metric to put that on. Uh, who got the most listens on Spotify? So uh, Rafa did. I managed to get, I think, 1,500 plays on Spotify. So well done to him. Uh, I think he's top of my list. Actually, England Forever is still top of the list, but he's got a, l- a little bit longer on there. David <laughs> and Eager song has been played back the most for me personally. Wow. Uh, yeah, I've heard you singing oh, it on a few streams. <laughs> got Yugoslav saying the last one was the best. So the Christmas song is very popular with Yugoslav. <laughs> and Kathy also likes the Christmas song. Uh, but the rapper one's awesome. I mean, if you do have it again, I'd love to play it, but I don't think we do. Mm. play it again (laughs) i would love to play it again if you could but i don't think we can so let's move on to the next category yes the next category is gtl moment of the year and there's been some very very good moments so i've just condensed a few of them here so we have Djokovic versus the state the whole saga the trial over twenty thousand people watching gtl it was insane we then have me doubting rafa the australian open and that incredible final. We have the moment me and Ben were on stream discussing, of course, Roger Federer retiring from tennis, Rafael Nadal crying. The next one is me and Ben banned from YouTube, not allowed to stream. We're streaming on Twitch. And then we come back just in time to finish off Rafael Nadal Djokovic. It was crazy and a very good moment. Next up, we have the stunning Jonathan Silk there doing a bit of stand-up comedy. And he's holding the mic because a big moment from him was asking Eager after the 37 matches, what do you mean? (laughs) Next up, we have Serena Williams there doing the heart to the crowd at the US Open after she retired. It was an incredible US Open for her and covering the streams was awesome. Uh, And I really, really did enjoy it. And this next one, I'll let Ben introduce. What's this next one? (laughs) What, the one from Zagreb? No, the one before it. (laughs) Who's this? Uh, who's the picture that you put up? <laughs> your... Is that why? Is that why you're asking me to? to yeah, it's speak... your favorite. No, it's your favorite player. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> of course. How could I not recognize it? He's got a bit older since the beginning of the year, probably. That's why. Timofey Skatov, well, probably one of the best young prospects on tour. Uh, I'll keep pushing his name. He's had a good year, I think. Um, He's, he's closing in on that top 100 now, despite yep. the poor showing against... Uh, who was it he got knocked out by? It was your qualifier to watch, wasn't it? Gombos, that was it. Never mind. Yeah, uh, so we've was... got to put that in there. And the last one is me and Jimena Valero in Zagreb. But the photo means nothing. It was just the whole Zagreb experience and what we did. So there was yeah. some incredible GTL moments. That is just some of them. They're just... When I say incredible, like some of them are very sad moments, to be fair. Yeah. which wasn't the happiest, especially the Djokovic-Rafa match when we wasn't allowed on YouTube and then we come back. It was dramatic. Um, of course, Djokovic not be allowed on it. It was sad because he wasn't allowed to play. Federer retiring was sad. Serena retiring was sad. Djokovic, uh, a lot of them were in the sad moments, to be fair. Like John Silk asking Eager after she just lost. Um, yeah. The only positive one is a grab. <laughs> I know. But, there can only be one winner. And in terms of magnitude, in terms of what it meant for GTL and what it was able to do with us, I'd like to announce the winner. Drum roll, Ben. Let's go. The winner of GTL moment of the year is... 
the Djokovic trial. Had to be. <laughs> I mean, we did go back and forth on who would should be the winner for this sometime, but we come to the decision. It's got to be that. It just simply has to be the magnitude of having twenty-two thousand people watching us live. Yeah. It. We didn't really know what we was talking about. It was late at night. There was just so much going on. The channel grew so much as well. The channel's never grown as much as it did during the Djokovic trial. There was famous people watching us at the same time, tennis players watching us. It's just got to be that. In terms of game tell our biggest moment, Djokovic trial wins it. I think so as well. I mean, it just put us on the world map, didn't it? I mean, <laughs> anybody who was trying to find that trial at the time came to GTL to watch it. And we gained so many new, like, long-standing members and subscribers and... We covered the whole of the, the trial. I mean, it was an incredible, even though it was, like you said, a bit of a sadness in it. It was something that is historic that I think will go down in history. If you look back and say, where were you when Djokovic's trial happened, <laughs> when he was getting deported from Australia, you'll say, I was on GTL watching it, watching these two bozos, well, and Jonathan Silk, three bozos, uh, sit there for eight hours trying to understand what what was the guy's name i can't remember the guy the lawyer's name now tran you, tran <laughs> you said it the other day yeah trying to understand what everybody was talking about and uh, it was it was a learning curve for us i i thought it was exhausting but i'll never forget it and like you said 23000 or 24000 i don't know how much it went up to my music was being played to all of those people as well. I was just like, I can't believe this. It's like a stadium full of people. It's mad, isn't it? It was just insane. Um, Brad yeah. Gilbert messaging. Well, we had Rothenberg messaging us. Everybody trying to get on GTL at the time to just to, so they can show their face. Didn't we have Gil Gross came on during yeah. the whole thing? Shout out to Don Silk as well for this because he was awesome yeah. as per. But let's move on to the next category. And these are the big ones now. It is the WTA Player of the Year. And we started with the WTA for obvious reasons. It is a little bit more one-sided. And the contenders are Iga Svontek, Ons Jabur, Jessica Pagula and Coco Goff. I'm not going to spend <laughs> any more time on this. I'm going to announce the winner. Drumroll, please. Of course, it is... Coco Goff. No, it's not. It's Iga Svontek. <laughs> It was always going to be. Uh, I like love this photo of her as well with a with a thumbs up. Yeah, probably this was just before she was about to have some tiramisu or a pizza after she won yet another title. Yeah, but we did a whole podcast on her. Go check it out. I'm not going to talk about her anymore because we spoke about her for an hour the other day. So go yeah. check out that podcast if you want to hear about it. But the obvious winner. I even shocked that we even had three other people in the category, to be honest. Uh, we had to just uh, because it's an awards show, but we all knew who was going to win it, didn't we? Let's, let's be sensible here. Yeah. Right, next one. The next one is the ATP Player of the Year. Ooh. And this one is a lot more time. So we've gone with Rafael Nadal, Carlos Ancaraz, Novak Djokovic, or Casper Ruud. Right. Now, this is tighter. So you can make a case for all of them. 
Casper Ruud, you could say very consistent throughout the whole year, got to them yeah. slam finals, wasn't able to win. World Tour finals. Maybe it's by letting him down, but got to the Tour finals final as well. He just was a very good player this year throughout from start to finish. Djokovic played, I would say half the year, but it feels like a quarter of the year, but still ends up winning more titles than anyone <laughs> and won a Wimbledon <laughs> and won the Tour finals, which is remarkable. So you can make it. You could definitely make a case for Djokovic. Yeah. Alcaraz was also very consistent throughout the whole year. Won some Masters. Won, of course, the US Open. And was just in great form, really, all year. Bit disappointed he did pull out of the Tour Finals through injury. And I feel if he was to play the Tour Finals and say he won that, he would have been the Player of the Year. But he wasn't there. And Rafael Nadal doesn't need an introduction was brilliant in all of the slams. Won the first two, come close at Wimbledon and then pulled out through injury. And unfortunately, the US Open didn't go to plan, but went deep in all of the slams. And I just think he was just amazing. Some of the moments he produced, one of the best players, no doubt. And he was able to beat all three of them players. Last year, we had obviously Djokovic at Roland Garros, yep. Adkaz on a few occasions and Rude every time he played him. So he just showed, that if you're looking at all the contenders, he beat them all. Rude just beat him in an exhibition for the first time, I think. Uh, yeah. Well, don't know if that one counts, though. But, yeah, Rafael Nadal, I feel that he had his best start to the year. I know that there's going to be a lot of people just saying, well, Djokovic wasn't there, and that's probably why. But you, you can only beat who's put in front of you. He was there. He had his best start to the year. Even that without Djokovic at the Australian Open, it's still a tough slam for for Nadal to win, in my opinion. I don't think it's, it's not a given at all that he'll just win any slam just because Djokovic isn't there. I think Medvedev, he, he, he was in his in his hand, in the palm of his hand that final. He should have won it, but he didn't. Rafa won it. And then you saw he went on, what was it, about 25-match winning streak after that. Uh, it was an incredible start to the year from Rafa. Won the French Open again with all of the injections in his foot. He was happy to play with a numb foot for the whole of the, uh, and risking injury in an even greater injury in the French Open. Uh, he wasn't prepared to do it for Wimbledon. He said, I'm just going to go with a new method. And he still got to, well, the semi-final, but didn't play it. Gary sums it up nicely. Sam Rafa wins January to June with two slams. Djokovic wins July to December with one slam. Tiny edge to Rafa. He deserves the award. I think um, it's not a bad summary, but it's close. It's very, very tight. Very close. Um, but we did come to a decision. So the ATP player of 2022 is Rafael Nadal. I agree with Gary. I think he just did edge it. That extra slam. It. it was close. But he was the best player last year for me. Didn't end very well, but started incredibly. Yeah, I mean, you, you just got to look at... I mean, Jan to June, you can pro probably say almost perfect. I can always... We, all, we can always just keep going back and just saying the same things. And I feel that we have multiple times over the course of the year, but I didn't even... I Well, you saw my predictions. I didn't have him doing well based upon he was on crutches in November. So I didn't think he was even going to be winning a slam. I didn't even know if he'd get deep in a slam. Then he goes and wins the first two slams of the year. So he proved me wrong. Uh, I'll never doubt him again. And I was even to the point of nonchalant uh, against TFO in the US Open. I got to the point where I believe so much that it, <laughs> it just came back to bite me in the ass. So 
yeah, well, winner, Rafael Nadal, well done to him. Uh, definitely a deserved winner, in my opinion. Um, I think that next year, though, he's going to have some problems. Djokovic is going to be able to play a full season. Maybe we'll see oh, the tide that. turn. Let's, let's see what happens. So let's move on to the second section of the video. So the awards is done. Hopefully you enjoyed that. Let us know in the comment section if you enjoyed some of our picks. Uh, and if you agree with them, disagree, we're interested to hear all of your thoughts. But now this is part two of the video. It is the beloved 2022 bracket results. I've got to go. So uh, it's nice. To... <laughs> well, you might not want to go, Ben, because this year you did a lot better. So let's get on to them. All right. So, in typical fashion, we always start off with JG versus Ben. Yeah. And I can confirm I won the ATP 36 to 28. I won all four of the slams. On Masters, it was four apiece. An average place was extra. Was, I don't think that's right. Sorry. Sorry. Your Ben ones, not that. Let me just, I was going to uh, say, what have I, what's happened there? I've done great. <laughs> so your Ben that. one was 106.56. Apologies. Uh, is that so because you've done the same one on both? Yeah, so I've just copied them. WTA okay. was a draw. You actually drew. You come back from... You were so far down and you won like eight in a row. Uh, wow. You won the slams 3-1. It was a draw on Masters 3 all. The average was extremely tight. I just pipped you 92.67 and you had 93.36. So that's where the number from the above come. And overall, in the in the rankings, I finished 21st. You finished 36. Out of how many? Just so that we can get an idea of how well we did. 1,400. Well, that's not bad, is it? Come on. Pat on uh, the back, I think. 1,400 people are not into it all the time. There's probably around oh, 300 regulars in that. I need to say that. Just There's probably only 300 regulars. <laughs> it's not really 1,400. Let's just but play along. <laughs> you can cut the music because I was going to quickly hear your thoughts. Well, I'm sort of slightly more impressed than I thought I would be with... I feel that... You're probably disappointed with your performance. Uh, last year, I think you you clearly won on both, if I remember rightly. And this year, I seem to be clawing it back a bit. I think you had a bit of a wobble in and around the middle of the year where you just sort of, I'm not sure, you just sort of flopped a bit. You went a bit mad. I think like Jay Genius went into just Jay Madness. I don't know what happened. You started picking just weird, random people to win tournaments. I don't know if that was genius or if you just lost your head for a bit throughout the middle of the year, but that's probably where I clawed it back. And I'm happy well, to have a draw on the WTA at least. I mean, I can explain to you what happened. I can even show you what happened. So if, if I share oh. my screen. Go on then. Um, this is a little exclusive for you guys. So this is where we work everything out. So it's got all of the average, Ooh. everything built in, every single winner of every single event, whether it's a Masters event, whether it's a Grand Slam. And everything was going very well for me. This is the WTA one. I was absolutely smashing you, basically. Yeah. Um, everything was going well until Wimbledon. Oh. I won Wimbledon. And then there was a lot of things what happened in Wimbledon. 
Yeah. And it's safe to say I lost my head because after Wimbledon, I didn't enter the next two events. So <laughs> I couldn't have won them. You actually did win Lausanne, which is a shout oh. out to you. You won the whole thing. Um, not many people entered it, really. I didn't even enter it because I think it was just after Wimbledon. But you still won it nonetheless. And yeah, you can see some of the, my scores. It was just shocking. Yeah, I'm not sure what happened to you or in the round. I think there was a lot of stuff on your mind, maybe, let's say, that uh, yeah. was stressing you out. So I think we can forgive you for that. Well, I'm hoping that you can continue this into next year. <laughs> Start into the next ATP, year. But... Look at this. So it was even the look at Wimbledon. It's even more so dominant. It happened on both. <laughs> <laughs> so Wimbledon happened. And then it was just a flurry. Like, I just didn't turn up. It's weird because Newport and Bastard, I come close. And you just did just better. And Hamburg yeah. as well. Quite and then close. these ones were just complete, like, giving up. It's like, throw the towel in. Yeah, I mean, in the hundreds every time. That's not like you. Two hundreds. Two hundreds. That's like me. <laughs> so that definitely didn't help. Ended okay though with a good Basel result, finishing seventh. Yeah, he did, did a good Vienna right. one, finishing ninth. Yeah, he did a good little. Uh, oh, I missed a couple, didn't I? There as well. You missed two there, which didn't help you. <laughs> Tokyo sure. and Nur Sultan. That's the problem when you're sharing, doing the draw previews, is I always forget to actually enter the draw preview on my phone after I've done it. Like, because if I could do it during the thing, and just it saved it doesn't i have to remember afterwards and we normally do it at like midnight or something like that so yeah, anyway. i've updated your planking anyway 106.56 right uh, moving on to the next one so away from me and ben okay so this is the fan result so as you can Ooh. see 1405 members we have shout, shout out to you guys and we have a winner, Kyle M1995. One by some distance in the end. Did very well. 7,615 points. Well done, Kyle. Shout out to Chris Forberg, one of our patrons who won had the most wins. He actually won four events. Wow. That's a lot. Really good. Four events is special. Shout out to Vamos, who had the most <laughs> accurate bracket, 71.7%. That's pretty high. Which is actually very high when you think about it. And shout out to Trentaz, who got 70.7%. So only 1% less at the Australian Open. So in a Grand Slam, over 70% yeah. correct wow. is, is it really tough to do. And he got the highest score of 183 We'll see a couple of names you've got uh, on the right there. We've got yep. the, the the leaderboard, the I'd say. 10. Yeah, I mean, impressive to see a couple of the people who are regulars in the live chat as well. Gene inside the top 10 is well done to you, Gene. And we've got Almino there at 11 yep. as well. That's why I added it. So it was 10, but then I was like, oh, let's put Almino in as well. <laughs> Just include Almino. Almino's pretty good at this, and so is Gene. So this is why when you see Gene in the live chat, put some respect on his name. He knows his predictions. Yeah. A genius. Well, yeah, another version. A different Gen version of genius. Yeah. Maybe that's better. Just genius. I don't need yeah. <laughs> genius. I love it. That is, it is genius. So, right. yeah, that is just some of the stats. Brilliant. Moving like on that. to the next part. 
And this is some of the prizes for some of the winners. And I would like to announce for top tippers this year, we had a lot of contributions. It really does help our channel. Like, you don't realise from YouTube, we don't make as much money as people would think. Advertisers don't pay all too much. So we really do um, rely on the Patreon support, the membership support, and any tips. That is the way we're able to do this. If it wasn't without you guys, we wouldn't be able to continue to keep doing this and putting all of our time uh, into it because we do have day jobs and any free time we have, we put it into the channel and building it. So thank you so much to Danny Nokich, Meg's Carpentry, Ems, Kathy, Fatima, Raf, Mark, Jean, MJ and Lexi. All of you guys, we would love to give you some kind of prize just to say how thankful we are to you. We'd also like to award a prize to Kyle M1995, Chris Forbog, Vamos and Trentaus for your four incredible bracket achievements. And we're also doing member of the year. As you can remember, Gene won the patron of the year. This year, we've got a member of the year. And he's in the live chat right now. It is Gary St. Laurent. I mean, what can we say about this guy? He's so supportive to the channel. He always uh, picks up on things when we do something wrong. He's our biggest critic, but one of our biggest fans. He's honestly so, so helpful to the channel because he provides such wisdom in all in all tennis matches, the men's matches, the women's matches. He's a big Djokovic fan, but he shows respect to all of her opponents. And if we can all learn something, it is from Gary, because I think he is a real great asset to Game to Love. And I'm very, very proud to announce him as member of 2022 on Game to Love. Well done, Gary. Yeah, very much well-deserved. Often... Uh, dropping me a line just to uh, help me with my pronunciation of certain players as well. It's always good to uh, up well up your level uh, as we go through. We're always there's new players. Uh, he obviously knows how to pronounce a lot of these Czech and uh, Russian players, stuff like that. So do keep it coming, Gary. If we're ever slacking, we will rely on you to always help us out. And you're always in the live chat as well, always rallying everybody to 100 likes as well. So we can't thank you enough for that. That is something that doesn't go unnoticed. Like Whenever you're in there, we always hit 100 likes. And that's thanks to you. So appreciate that. Uh, and there he is himself. Let's get acceptance speech. Speech. Come on, Gary. No, he's not. No, he's quiet. Oh, never mind. No, sorry, I've just lost everything <laughs> again. So I'm just trying to find it. Keep losing everything uh, because there's actually something I've just I've missed off, and it's wrong. <laughs> some of the fans. No, because there's actually one I've missed. I'm so glad. Yeah, we can actually blue because I've missed <laughs> someone's name from from the contributions. Oh, don't be doing that. Because I put it on the other page, but it's fine. So let me just add it to this page. All these people booing you now, right? Oh! <laughs> Too many Put me under pressure, effects. Ben. I've got this other ooh sound effects, which I don't know if it's right. <laughs> I don't understand. That's supposed to be surprised. It doesn't sound that surprised. This is so right. hard to do off one screen. Um yeah, this is what happens, mate. You should be carrying a second screen around with you. 
But anyway, right. yeah. Big shout out to anyway to all of our other members, all of our other patrons as well. If you want to help support the channel, uh, it always does help us out to sign up to the membership, sign up to the Patreon. We're going to have some new stuff going on on the Patreon in 2023 with Player Roulette as well. Yeah. So make sure to sign up and we will get that going very, very soon. Go on, sir. Yes. And Kathy, it's not in order. It's not in order, by the way. So don't worry. You're not number four. You are just on there as one of the top two pursuers eligible. Yeah, and yeah. Compliment King, you did also win one. You are correct. That is the name which we added to the next slide, but not to this one. But thanks for pointing that out. That should be the only one I've missed. Yeah, yeah. You did a very thorough check. I can't see anyone else, but definitely Compliment King, let us know because you definitely will win in a prize. And you can see this lovely little graphic which Ben's made. <laughs> if I can find it. Here it is. Oh. So, <laughs> this is our Hall Ooh. of Fame for 2022. So 2021's names. You'll remember them. There's some big names in there. We've got Kathy's in the live chat right now. Gene, who's another regular. Almino, 12 Travel 21. Zach, who's awesome. Wildlife, Wally, Vanch as well, of course, who's in the live chat. But we've got some new people this year. So I'd like to announce the the, the class of 2022, you can call them. The we've got Gary St. Laurent. We've got PK. We've got Hassan. We've got Bilar, Aluna, Lynette. Daria G, Nancy, Ken Lee, Ross G, Landon L, Fatima, Goldflake, who was in earlier and has left, Ems, Lexi, Jeffrey Turner, Jamie Drummer, The Compliment King, MJ, Sam H, and of course, Rowdy Every Lap. So thank you to all of you guys. There's The Compliment King. He was already uh, inscribed into yeah. this uh, board way before. Yeah, most definitely. But anybody who didn't make it, do not feel disheartened. We still appreciate you. And there's still a chance to get on that board in 2023 as well. It will be an ever-growing Hall of Fame. All of you people have helped us along the way. Some people have been there since the very beginning. Some of you have just been there since maybe even just a few months ago, but we appreciate all of your support and we hope that you stay with us for all of 2023, all of the new stuff that's going to be coming on GTL as well. All of the stuff that you do for us just helps us improve the channel and we're going to be hopefully bringing you some extra special new stuff in 2023. So make sure you stay tuned and uh, tell everybody else, get everybody else on GTL as well. Last thing to say is this. So thank you for all of your support in 2022. For everyone who's watched, liked and subscribed this year, we're very grateful. Roll on 2023. GTL will be bigger and better than ever. And um, we have a few ways here. If you want to help Game to Love continue to grow, help support us, please hit that subscribe button. Our target next year is 75k. So this year's one was 50K, which we come extremely close to. I think it was a very crazy target, but we actually almost did it. This is another crazy target. If we can get 75K, it would be amazing. But it is, of course, going to be very challenging. Please join our YouTube membership if you want to support the channel. Allow us to keep doing this and sign up to the Patreon. So they're the three ways you can help us out. Some are free, others aren't. Uh, but thank you from the bottom of my heart. You make Game to Love special. You make watching tennis fun. And I would 
well, I, could, I wouldn't think of anything I'd rather do than, than do Game to Love with all your support. I will echo that a million percent. I can't wait for the tennis to get back going. I know that we haven't really been covering much of this sort of exhibition style stuff that's been going on in December. It's been a very, very busy month for myself and for JG with our day jobs and trying to squeeze everything in. Christmas as well. Don't worry. We're coming back with a bang very, very soon. And it will be the United Cup, which uh, I think that's kicking off even before the year ends, really. But uh, yeah, we will be doing some previews for that. And don't worry. I think there's only about three weeks until the Australian Open kicks off. And one day until Christmas. We're almost at Boxing uh, Boxing Day. Christmas Eve. <laughs> that's after. We're almost at Christmas Eve <laughs> in the UK. So Christmas I'm getting very Eve. excited. It's Christmas Eve Eve. Uh, thank you, everyone, yet again. Have a wonderful Christmas and New Year if you're not if we're not on the podcast until then. And thank you from the bottom of my heart. Definitely, I echo the same. Well, if you if you haven't done it already, hit a like on the video. Gary will tell you it really helps and, us out. <laughs> and yeah, on to next year's awards. This was 2022 awards. Hopefully, you enjoyed it, and we'll see you for 2023 awards in a year's time. See you guys. Merry Christmas. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.